So, this is the first episode. I guess it's an episode. It's an episode. I think things are legend in episodes these days. Yes, of Dozy and Davis Drumcast. I'm Dozy. No. Oh. No, that's really I must be David. Yeah, that's. Okay, um, so. The basis of this is we talk a lot of crap when we drink, and we thought we would try and record it. It's uh, I would I would say it's Friday night, but it's now Saturday. It's nine minutes past midnight on a Saturday. It's Friday. We can say it's Friday. Time is immaterial on the internet. Okay, it's Friday night. It could be Friday. And we are drinking. What are you drinking? Uh, the best concoction ever, which is, not. which is vodka, which is monster, which is lemonade, which is all three, all in one delicious package. So gross. <sighs> and I am having the classic gin and tonic in a can, Foster's pint glass. I know if they can hear you over this dissatisfaction that I'm doing while drinking my drink. So we are going to. Not introduce ourselves, but David is going to introduce me. This is a fantastic idea. So, my name is... Dozy. And I... I'm a hippie. (laughs) Uh, She's a very uh, individual person. uh, Kind word. uh, (laughs) Trying to be kind, I'm a kind guy. Right now, her hair is two different colours because she couldn't decide which one that she wanted. I assume that's the reason. I think that's an accurate representation. Um, this is Dozy. She has feelings and opinions about things. And I don't like that. <coughs> I'm against that. My main opinion is being against Dozy's opinion. Okay, I would I would counter that by saying David is the worst. Mm, yeah, okay, fair. Fair, um, fair David is... A man. Wait. <clears throat> no, yep, yeah, true. So we're good so far. Yep. And also, he has a foot fetish. That is half true. Oh, I didn't even know. <laughs> it depends. Half true? I like a clean foot. If it's clean. Does that mean it turns you on? Where is it? Head of a leg. In what orifice is it? Oh yeah, ants here as well. Ants also here. He'll be interjecting with things that matter. Anth doesn't count. He's uh, just there. He's our live audience. Not in this podcast. He is our live just audience. just don't count. <laughs> um, All I'm saying is, it's kind of like the old saying, give peace a chance. Just give feet a chance. Give feet a chance. Give feet a chance. That's my motto. Quote, quote David, David. David Bent, 2015. Give feet a chance. Give feet a chance. That's the message I'm kind of trying to sell. Mm. So, yep. um... David is a man, he is slightly tall, skinny, long hair. He looks a bit like he should be a bassist. I'd like to be a bassist, but I don't know anything about music or instruments and have no rhythm, and also have never been in a band, can't perform on stage. No, I'd not be a bassist. You can be in a punk band. Nice, okay, I'll do that. Um... I think that's like the minimum requirement. You just have to be like, yeah, I'll give it a go. I, have a, I, have a, I can't give things a go. I have a good way of standing somewhere and looking forward. You wear skinny jeans sometimes? Your slim just fit like... jeans. I need more room for the boys. Which are my legs. 
No, we so, like snowballs. So go on. Yeah, that's that's fine. You could definitely be in a punk band. Right. Um, you can, because the, no the, one will have you in It's like, you know when someone tells you it's not about whether you win or not, it's about the fact that you gave it a good shot yeah. and you tried. You mean liars? That's what punk's about, um, I think. Yeah. It's like, you gave it a good go. But giving things a good go, though, no one cares about that. You, you Don't either... say that. You'll dishearten the little punks. No, I'm just saying... <laughs> If you don't succeed, you're worthless. So, no one cares. So what have you succeeded in recently? Doing this podcast. This isn't... Uh, this is already a success. I can tell. <clears throat> We've been doing it for about five minutes now, and I'm already winning. If there were a score system. is it? I'm, I'm not saying it's against me versus you. It's us versus okay. the world. Okay. So that's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That is a good film. You remind me of Ramona Flowers. Oh, I've had that so many times. I know. So many. When I went to uni, like, everybody said that, because that was when that film had kind of just come out, mm. and I had my hair short and brightly coloured, and I was like, oh, you look like that girl from that film, and then we watched the film, and they're like, oh, it's like there's two of them in the room. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I mean, I can imagine that. I can imagine that they would have said that. It's kind of like... Then again, in that film, I think what they may have done is took the cardboard cutout of kooky female. Manic pixie dream girl yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, I think she that. probably says that in the film, is my recollection. She doesn't say it in the film. No? Possibly in the comments, but I haven't read them in I remember while. a line from it, being like, look, I'm not going to save you. I'm not yeah. this kind of kooky girl that everyone wants to get with, okay? Yeah. That no, kind it's of good. I like, I like her as a character. It's good. The only thing that annoys me about the whole thing is... It doesn't happen so much in the film, but in the books, her hair glows. Like, her head Why? glows when something's wrong. Um, and I don't know if it's just meant to be, like, a, an expression, you know, like a, you know, like mm. in anime, because um, Brian Lee O'Malley is very into his anime and stuff. And yeah. That, that's, like, a thing, you know, with the, the funky-coloured backgrounds and patterns and stuff. Yeah. And so, in the comic... She gets these like lines suddenly around her head, like a spidey sense, but with hair. Yeah, and then uh, Scott's like, "What's all those things around your head?" Suddenly, it's like, "Is something wrong?" She's like, "No," uh, and then it's like clearly all this shit going. Around. Why is it you don't like this again? And I don't like it because it reminds me of. Have you ever seen the film Stardust? No. Well, I do quite like that film, which is really not something that I would normally like, but. I did end up liking it anyway. But basically, it's it's this kind of like... It, it seems like, oh, I need a really obvious thing to point out to me when something's wrong or when something's right. Because in Stardust, this girl, she's a star and she's in a human form. And when she's happy, her hair glows. Ooh. Yeah. And it's like the guy who's falling in love with her needs this massive fucking hint basically to say she's good everything's great her hair's glowing it must be fine yeah I mean I I do get what you mean I think that there's it's either two things firstly it may be a thing of Frodo Baggins scenario where his sword glows whenever orcs are near yeah something like that just a thematic kind of thing to indicate to the audience and all that kind of thing, or it may be more along the lines of the theme in a lot of stuff where 
I don't know, if you ever watch sitcoms or this thing where they play guys and girls in these certain roles, mm-hmm. and usually the guy's like, I am oblivious to all of your emotions, <laughs> and thus you tell me. And then they go and talk to the man friends, and they're like, I could have not possibly known that. When most of the time it's like, you know other people's emotions usually, if you just pay attention to what they're saying and you care about them in a way. Mm. So... Well, yeah, that's the thing that... Though that's part of his character, I guess, like his... Scott Pilgrim as I mean, a character. He, like, in the comics, um, spoiler alert, I guess, if you've not read them, he doesn't, even, <laughs> he doesn't even notice that his friend, who he's in a band with, who's, like, one of his friends, is gay. He came out as gay, like, towards the end of the books. Uh, Stephen that didn't Stills. happen in the film. It didn't happen in the film, but in the books, he comes out as gay. And he's that. like, yeah, I came out like weeks ago and you were too wrapped up in your own little world mm-hmm. to notice kind of thing. In that main thing, or, I mean, I haven't read the comics, but in that like a main thing of the film where like, this is Scott Pilgrim's character, he is, you know, yeah, oblivious to the people, saying. he's inconsiderate. And like, and... it's kind of weird that he needs such a big trigger, kind of like, oh, look, your head's glowing. But again, that's to, him. To know that something's wrong. Yeah. It's like, surely, well... That's the thing. Like, I, I guess it kind of balances out. It's true, yeah. And, I mean, I really like the thing that they did with that film where they kind of... They painted him as trying to get with these girls. Mm. And then, at the end, uh, the where he loses, doesn't he, at the end? And yeah. then the next round comes in and is like, Scott Pilgrim gained the power of self-respect instead of gaining the girl. Mm. Because it's kind of like, if he were to pay attention to himself and kind of an interest in building himself up as a person, then maybe not have to do battles for women yeah. and things. You don't have to be the knight in shining armour that kind of charges forth and, t- you know, saves the woman. Maybe mm. he can just be a good person. Yeah. And make yeah. your mistakes and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Which, yeah. I think that were a pretty blatant whack-over-the-head theme of the movie, but I liked it anyway. That's good. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it kind of went that way, because if it hadn't just left it... Mm. Yeah, you watch it like, oh, this is... Is this, this what this is going to do? This has gone cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's a pleasant surprise. Yeah, um, it's kind of um, like another film I'm probably going to blank on when I'm just going to try and say it. This, this is the thing. When you're really trying to think about something and you're like, oh, shit, what is it? It just keeps like coming it, back to my mind yeah, now. It's like, like pre-playing back and I'm like, oh, my God, I really need to know... This thing. You will get it at the most stupid time. I will. And you'll text me, like, in a week's time, going, you'll just say, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck, why would you just text me that? And they're like, it's that thing I thought about, like, the other day when you were doing thing. It's going to physically kill me. Because I do that all the time. You know, um, Joy Division, that mm. famous t-shirt design with the, like, waves and the mountain mm. kind of looking thing. And... <laughs> both me and my boyfriend could not think of the fucking band name <laughs> it took me a long time we were like oh what's that band with the t-shirt the one that everyone wears and they probably don't really listen to them but they're like yeah it's that t-shirt mm. and then we were like fuck what is that band <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like oh this is terrible I was like I've seen the, I've seen one of them live and I can't think of the name and like it took me a couple of days and I just texted him Joy Division it is it's, it's Joy, Joy Division and he's like what <laughs> why have you just texted me Joy Division <laughs> 
really distracted now because I can't remember this thing. You, yeah, just forget. I this cannot, is the best oh, thing to do. This is not where my no, brain works. No, the best thing to do is forget about it and it will come to you <gasps> at a really oh, weird and appropriate time and you'll get it. So you just spilled your drink. I just days. spilled my drink all by myself. That's for the world to know. Wasted. <laughs> what was the film, anyway, that you were... Life of Pi. Life of Pi was the film. Life of Pi. Life of Pi. Life of Pi. It is by an Indian guy in a boat. Okay. (laughs) That's the worst description. (laughs) (laughs) No, what is it? um, Basically, what happens is uh, it's firstly set in India. There's this guy. uh, His dad owns a zoo, and then he gets in a shipwreck. Then he's on a boat. Turns out there's a tiger on the boat. Crazy times. Uh, it's terrible and basically throughout the whole film it goes a certain way and then uh, um, there's no twist I'm not going to say a twist but I'd recommend watching the film it evolves and at the end it shows it in a new light right that's what I'm going to say I would highly recommend that film especially for the special effects Mm. because they were fantastic and the tiger was entirely CGI Mm. Uh, you would not think so. I did not know that while watching the film. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a different experience when it's on, like, HD on your screen. Yeah. I watched it in IMAX, and it looked fantastic, so I'd just recommend it. I think it was a okay. very good film. Speaking of films that we were going to talk about, nice segue by David. Segway? Segway. Do you know what a segue is? I know what a segue is. <laughs> yes. What, what, you know when they actually transition into new topics on these kind of things? Yeah. Call them a segue. That's what they do. That's a professional thing by me. Right. Okay, so. Mr. Pro. Then Google it. So, um, something I've noticed a lot lately. What have you noticed a lot lately? This has completely not been discussed. This is a... There's a lot of advertising for a really terrible film lately. We're assuming. And I'm, ass- I'm assuming just because it's this time of year and there's not really many films released this time of year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's not, it's fucking February. No, it's terrible for films. Um, and and for some reason, someone decided, let's release uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey film on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's mm. Day. That's what you want on Valentine's Day. Yes. Anal beads <laughs> and someone's bum Someone's hole. fist entering your ass. Yep. Valentine's. Yeah. Again, if that's how people want to spend the Valentine's, well, I want to judge them. I, yeah, that's not the problem. It's the fact that it's fucking shit. Mm. <laughs> the film. And the, like, I read this article, like, literally before I came here, about how the actors in it really just, they hate it. They hate what they've done. What if it ends up being critically acclaimed? Then you'll feel foolish. I, well, well, I, I <laughs> well, will we'll eat my hat. Seat. You don't have a hat. I will buy a hat, and then I'll eat that hat. Yeah. Like, they've been going on this, like, you know... As films do, they go on, like, talk shows and stuff and discuss the film and try and hype it up a bit. Every single time they've been like, oh, I regret doing it. It was really horrible. Like they, the act, the two actors, they fucking hate each other. The writer and the director hate, you know, the writer of the book and the director of the film hate each other. There's no chemistry in it whatsoever. I and remember. It just what, sounds atrocious. <laughs> I remember when it rumored that Emma Watson were gonna do it. 
I, I don't think she would. And I never, she would not do that ever. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. that was a terrible idea. But no, I remember when it was rumoured and I'm like, this is not going to happen. Mm. Because only an idiot would do this film. Um, mm. Because the general film, as I know his aunt's opinion, uh, has already been done. Yeah, Secretary. Yeah, um, the mm. little known, critically acclaimed film, The Secretary. Uh, even the guy in it, it, well, the, it's a, it's like a dominatrix type relationship yeah. type kind of thing. The guy's uh, called Mr. Gray. The guy's called Mr. Gray, and it came out like ten to twenty years ago. Well, there you go. That's why. And it's Probably already been a much better film. But a very classic yet strange film. And uh, yeah. one thing that I'm curious about is how much they're going to show anything in this film. That's the thing. Like they don't show anything in the film. No, because. You know what? 40... Which is all that all your mums were hoping to see. Right? But what group or not even group, date night, whatever you're going to do, 40-year-old women are going to go to the cinema and watch someone get anally fisted. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It works in a book when you're gone holiday. This is the thing I no. find, like, because basically the book itself is fan fiction isn't it it's like fan fiction of twilight fan I think. fiction of twilight and by the way side note another thing where the guy that played male vampire what's his name edward um the guy robert that played pattinson. robert pattinson he also in every interview hates the films yeah yeah you know and this so is a fan fiction of that it's the circle of like, life for these films it's a really bad sort of downward hill thing but basically fan fiction right is very popular with like basically you it, it leaves things to the imagination I don't mm. know if you've ever read any like it's something I kind of used to read but I never read the like kinky stuff <laughs> which is like 90% of it <laughs> which is most of it yeah um there's the stuff I read was I don't know. It was more like my friend said, will you read this? Tell me what you think. And I never really looked more I, into it. I get it. what you mean. So like, when I was like 13, 14. Mm. And um, to be honest, I would reckon a 13-year-old could probably write a better fan fiction than whoever the fuck wrote Fifty Shades of Grey. But that's another topic. I'm not going to lie. She had morbid curiosity. I did read some pages of the book. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Like, I think people ate a bunch of pages out of dictionaries have vomited them yeah. onto a thing and that's how it were made in my opinion <laughs> yeah. but basically the, f the fact is fan fiction leaves stuff to the imagination hmm. and the fact it's being made into a film just seems weird like hmm. it's the, the reason the book was so popular is because you know you could be a, a mum of three and sit quietly in the corner and read this like kinky novel and and secretly think, imagine your husband doing this shit to you, even though it's really fucking weird. Most people um, <laughs> have heard anything about literature have heard of Mills and Boone. Exactly. It's probably... There, there is actually way better stuff out there. There is, but it, there's a market for this sexually explicit thing. But yeah. even Mills and Boone, if you've ever like read any of that... I know what it is. I only have because I did English language and literature. <laughs> so... Uh, we didn't get to read that. <laughs> we we read that. We read some stuff. We were about slowly applying to kill stuff by sticking her head in an oven. Yeah. You know, to Mills and Boone, you know. Um, but... Uh, a, great, a, great, uh, a very spectrum. Yeah, wide spectrum. Of literature. 
the debauchery. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Mills and Boone, they left things to the imagination. Someone crept just... into the room at the dead of night. Uh, a silk curtain wafted in the breeze as the temperature increased underneath the bedsheets. And all this kind of thing. No, uh, he came in and he slowly inserted his fist in her ass. <laughs> it's like there's a difference between the two. He falcon punched her asshole. Falcon punched her rectum. Exactly. Yeah. This is That'd be a bad Smash Bros move. <laughs> falcon rectum punch! Rectum punch! Rectum punch! Colonoscopy! <laughs> But, yeah, that's the thing. That's the point of fan fiction. It's supposed to be, like, a... The, the whole thing of it is it's slightly secretive. And that's the kind of thrill people get of it. You know, they go on the internet. And mm. they talk to their friends about it. And they've got their fandoms. You're in a club. You're in a little club. Their OTPs or whatever the fuck that even means. I have no idea what that means. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Just something that people say. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, that's that's a fan fiction thing. Mm. And then, could you imagine? Have you ever heard of this fan fiction called My Immortal? No, I've heard of those words. <laughs> I don't know in what context that My Immortal is a, an Evanescent song. That's probably where I've heard of it. And uh, it's also the title of a really, really fucking terrible uh, Harry Potter fan fiction. Yeah. And it's just like the most hilarious thing in the world. Without any context, I don't have any opinion on that. So, I'm not even sure where to begin with that, because I haven't read all of it, but um, basically someone introduced me to it and read excerpts of it to me, and it was like... Really the greatest funny. thing you'd ever heard? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It was so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> we recommend going to search for this. Dozy really likes it. So when you read it, just think Yeah, just, just... Oh, I don't even know. It's like one of those things, it's so bad, it's good. Like the room. Like the room. Yeah, like it's it's the room of fan fiction. Like the room. What was the last time you saw the room? Like four, five years. I, I saw it like once. last year because our friends watched it like as a group because a lot of people hadn't seen it and were like, yeah, we'll have a movie night and watch the room because it's really terrible and funny. I haven't seen it in about four or five years. I couldn't bear to watch it again. Yeah, it's too no, soon. I'd only watch it again for exactly. the benefit of other people. I need to wait at least another eight years to see it again. I think that's too soon. The thing is, though, the thing that really, really annoys me about the room is wow, how many that? Well, <laughs> not even the room. The no. the guy, what's his name? Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. That's how you pronounce it. It's oh, Swedish. Oh hi. It's Swedish. Is he? Yeah, Wiseau. Wiseau. Yeah. Tommy Whistle. That guy, he has turned the tables because obviously when it first came out, it was obviously meant to be a serious film. Yeah. And now they're like, oh yeah, it's a black comedy, just because they realise it's so fucking bad. <laughs> is that annoying? <laughs> or is that genius? It's annoying. Is it? I want them to take it seriously. I want oh, them to wow. so bad, just because we can laugh at them more than. Okay, but when but you're... No, when, when, you know, like, if you acknowledge that, yeah, that thing I did was kind of shitty and... <laughs> you like, don't, though. What a, you can, what a laugh. You can take comfort when you watch him in interviews, just a single tear running down his face <laughs> when people mock it and he's like, ha, 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 all a joke. Ha, 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 what a funny story. Yeah. He did it for the sex scenes, I'll let be honest. Oh, that's, that's it. They're the worst that sex scenes so in anything. Bad. Did they even have sex? I've seen Japanese tentacle bombs better than that. Haven't we all? Haven't we all? 
What was that other what? thing you wanted to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Films. Um, well, it was that uh, Reese Witherspoon has apparently started up her own film production company. Um, I know that you've not seen Gone Girl, no, but Gone Girl is a fantastic film. Ben Affleck and... Uh, oh, by the way, the main point, just before I say this right now, the main point of this is about empowering women in media. This film stars Ben Affleck and that woman that I don't know the name of. Good start. Good start to this. Good, Good times. Start. Yeah. Um, so, Reese Witherspoon. Boom. I know her name. She has started a production company... Uh, Gone Girl is apparently, I have read, one of the films that they've produced. Um, and it's about empowering women in media because there's no really good roles for women in media most of the time. And Gone yeah, Girl, they just don't give them to women. <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> this might be a good female role. Let's give it to Johnny Depp. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, but in Gone Girl, for example, <laughs> if you have seen it and people have seen it, will know um, that it's basically shaped by the women in his life. Uh, you know, you've got the manipulative wife, you've got the supportive sister, you've got the demanding stepmother, you've got... And it's kind of like, they're not archetypes of what you would expect them to be. Like, it's not the thought of, hey, we need this female role, mm-hmm. and then put someone in to fill their shoes. It looks, It feels like a really fleshed-out type thing. You know, if they're actually portrayed as humans. This is the thing. You know, it seems like they've created the character and put a woman in the role rather than created a woman's role and then found a woman for it. Mm. So, um, I'd be interested to know what people think about that. Well, I haven't seen it, so yeah, um, oh, yeah I've been told to watch it. We'll see what it's like. It's a good film. I'd be interested to know what people thought about it because it's one of them films where you come away thinking, "What? <laughs> and what? What? Uh, That's what it's a good film. Excuse me. What? So mm. that'd be interesting, but." Yeah. Yeah, I think it it's a good thing, basically. It is a good thing. Like, I know um, when I was at uni, there was a film course, and there was, like, not very many girls on the film course there, and I most of them lived together, because one of them was my old housemate, uh, and so, like, at least four of them were living together. Yeah. Um, and I think there was maybe, like, a couple more on top of that. But it was mostly guys, basically. Yeah. And um, I remember getting told about how one of the final films, you know, because they, they have to make something to show on at the end of the year kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, and this guy made something about lesbians, basically, and it was just really, really inappropriate and, like... You know, they like nobody liked it. It was just really like inappropriate. Yeah. How it was like just like um, this is the thing. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But well, this is what my my old husband really told me. To you, yeah, yeah. And she was saying like it just didn't portray anything properly, and like it didn't portray women properly. It didn't portray lesbians properly. It was just really like fucked up, basically. Mm. And it was just like these things are really important like it's sort of the thing you think oh I'll be artistic and I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll make it like this but it's like the end of the day you want your film you want people to watch your film you've got to make it no it doesn't have to be relatable but it has to be like drawn from reality there's some some semblance of reality to it you know so the fact that like most films have like a very you know, like, they have a very 
white, straight, cast, mostly male, blah, blah, blah. That's not realistic. Like, half the people who are in the cinema are women. I think that the main <laughs> problem with that is that, as you said, it's a straight, you know, white, male, all this kind of thing. And it... Mm. <laughs> I don't just splash in my face. <laughs> this is the troubles you have... This is what we go through in order to make this. Yeah. yeah. Drink splashes. I think that one of the most important things is that because it has that kind of demographic and because it aims towards that audience and you said it's not realistic, mm. the one thing that it does do is it portrays that as realistic. Like, it, it creates a separate, like, reality in where these are the important people, these are the things and the people that all these events centre around, and it kind of pushes certain demographics to margins. Mm. And it... You know, it, it kind of it makes certain groups easier to dismiss because of attention it don't pay towards them. If you get what I mean. Um, honestly, I missed the beginning of that because <laughs> I was a little bit drunk. Oh well. Um, Wait, I hope you, someone... and, I, and and I was like trying. I was like, is he I'm saying pick something back up good? Is he saying yeah, back on it. Yeah. This is the thing because. When you miss the beginning, you're like, is he saying something good or bad? <laughs> I'm gonna, I hope someone listening to this gets that. We're making a good point there. Okay, I hoped it was a good point. It sounded like it was a good okay, point. Let's I do didn't want to like, agree to something that was not good. No, okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe you could add just a response to end of it. Just be like, yeah. I either agree or disagree, no, depending on the content of what you said. No? This is the part of the thing. The, the part that it's the drunken... The drunk, drunk cast. cast. The fact that the... The drink... The fart. <laughs> <laughs> Let's include that. Let's, like, edit it to increase the sound. Yeah, no. That's terrible in every possible okay, way. Okay, um What we... Wait, we... Go on. You can do it. Were you saying... Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I can't. You don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> You're going to try and recover, but... I'll just listen to it back. Yeah. It's fine. We're going to include all this, by the way. I mean, you're the one editing it, be better. Mm. Just for embarrassing you's sake. Really. I've done a lot worse. If we were doing, if we were like in Hollywood right now, or we were like doing an interview, we'd yeah. be like, I feel as though the drink were a character in the film. The drink. The, you know how they say usually, you know when they're filming something in New York? I feel yeah. as though the city were a character in the film. <laughs> That's what they always say. The city was like its own character. I feel as though the vodka really played a vital part in the film. I'm drinking gin. The gin That's is not important. Good my, part. my drink's important. No, because yours is... Almost empty. <sighs> it's disgusting. Okay, so, anyway. If you enjoyed us talking shit, let us know. I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's my endorsement. Okay, so if you enjoyed us talking shit, let us know. And if you would like to hear us talk about something specific, let us know. Because otherwise we will probably just talk about the same thing for a very long time. This is the thing. It's it's a test bed. It's a Petri dish, as it were. A Petri dish. Google Petri dish. I know what a Petri is. Uh, we got thought it was dish. a Petri dish. I think that mine might be the American pronunci- Yeah. As it usually is with me. Petri. Petri. Do you like yogurt? Hey guys, you you have some frozen yogurt? Yogurt? No, you're ruining the end into this. You've ruined it. Okay, um, so... Well, well, feedback is where we're going with this. Yeah. This is a test bed. If you want to, uh, to speak about something in particular, or even if you just want to kind of get your opinion out about something we've said, 
Um, or tell us if we've been assholes. Tell us if well, tell Dozy if she's been an asshole. Well, David. If David's been an asshole, uh, I'm gonna create an email address that I never listen to or care about, and then you can forward it there. So an asshole. that's you're an asshole. That's just the side of it that's gonna have to be dealt with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right then. Have an enjoyable evening. Have an enjoyable Hanukkah, Hanukkah. everyone. Bye!